The following podcast contains coarse language and adult themes. This week on the show, we're joined for the first time by a very special guest, a host with the most, a legend of tomorrow herself, as we three chat the Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Superman Lois, Batwoman, Black Lightning, Legends of Tomorrow, Stargirl, Naomi, Constantine, Titansiverse! I'm Riggs. I'm Maddie. And I'm Leanne. And this is the Film Addicts Podcast. Hey friends and welcome back to the Filmatics Podcast. I'm here with Addy and our very special guest, Leanne. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Leanne, uh, you are a good friend of Addy's. Um, you're a, a fellow film critic. Um, you're on Instagram uh, at Film Addict and TV Critic. First thing I want to know is what what is your relationship with Addy? Like how did you go? Because me and Addy met on, on Instagram as well. Like how did it how did that happen for you guys? Uh, I think we started chatting when I started my account, maybe like a month after I started my account. We started like chatting in our DMs and he, I think he first replied to my story about uh, Grey's Anatomy. I think that was correct. And then he asked... Grey's Anatomy? He asked if I had watched The Resident because it was a medical drama as well. Yeah. So we just started talking and we got to know each other more. And before we knew it, we were best pals and... We literally tell every, everything to each, to, to the other person. We talk about anything and yeah. That's beautiful. He's That's the best beautiful. person you could be a friend with. Oh man, he's, Addy's, he's one of a kind. You are, man. Yeah. This is basically going to be the, the, the podcast where we just talk about how awesome you are, mate. Um, no. <laughs> So that's and 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 on your uh, the Instagram like I've I've read a bunch of your stuff as well, um, Leanne. And and do you is it just a a, um, a site where you write sort of these film essays, or do you have sort of any audio stuff that you do, any video stuff that you do, or is it just kind of in? Are you a, are you a film journalist? Is my question. Uh, I'm not. This is just something that I do in my free time. It's like a side hustle, you could call it, or a hobby. <laughs> that's way. I I just get. I guess it's this way. I never really intended for it to be anything else. Anything side other hustles than are, that. Side hustle is a good way to put it. But yeah, in order for it to be a side hustle, you probably have to make money from it. And I don't think any of us it's do true. that. So. I don't make any money. No, <laughs> nobody yeah. makes any money on Instagram unless they're selling their bodies or um, uh, their you know cleaning products or something. So, um, but we're so happy to have you here. Um, and and today, as you heard in the roundup, folks. Wait, hang on a second. How are you, Addy? Holy shit! How are you? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm very excited for this episode, and I'm really, really pumped to have you here, Leanne. Thanks. And likewise. Have you guys met in person? We have called a few times, yeah. but not not over. We've never met in person, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So like you've done this sort of thing, yeah. But it's. I mean, you guys are kind of closer than I. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm at the bottom of the planet, <laughs> so it's a little bit a little bit tough for me. Um, but yeah, as I said well, in the roundup, what's that? New Zealand's on the bottom of the planet, not you guys. New Zealand's next to me. It's not the bottom. It's still, it's, it's still below you. It is, yeah. I'm the land. If I'm the bum, New Zealand is the anus. Is is what? I, that's not me saying that New Zealand is an anus. By the way, all of our New Zealand listeners, that was just me trying to 
give some biology to the planet Earth. Anyway, let's move on as quick as we can from that. Um, we're talking about the Arrowverse today. That was your pick, Leanne. Why Why the Arrowverse? What is it about this, this specific area of the DC multimedia beast that, that, that speaks to you so much? Uh, I guess it's been a franchise that, unlike the DCU and MCU, I grew up with and it's one that uh, I have held close to my heart and despite like any ups and downs it has gone through or any like rough rough spots it has hit, it's still it's still always been one franchise that did its best when it could and it's not always the best, it's not always the most it's not always perfect, but it does have when they do make good stuff, they really do make, make good stuff. Yeah, it's sort of um, uh, uh, like started really small and intimate. Like I remember the ads for, for I mean, we'll get into it, but for, for Arrow and it was just this story about a dude who was stranded on an island and then came home to save his city. And then all of a sudden it becomes this multi-dimensional pulling in from other sources, like, you know, uh, uh, pulling in stuff from Smallville and, you know, Titans and became this really, really big thing. Um, you know, unfortunately, a lot of them have kind of gone the way of the dodo now since Arrow and, and now Flash is wrapping up as well. And Legends has, has been cancelled. Is that right? It's been cancelled, unfortunately. Did you cry? <laughs> I mean, when the news first broke, it was just like more sharp than anything because nobody really expected it to be cancelled. Because yeah. the CW hardly can cancels their shows. But since I think with the takeover of DC and Warner Brothers by David Zaslav, I think it had to do with something. It had to do something with the cancellations of both yeah. Legends and Batwoman. That's a shame. That guy's a yes. dickhead. Um, anyway, we'll get to more Arrowverse stuff. Um, we'll get into to you know favorite parts and 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 sort of you know how we all our experiences with it. Um, but before we do that, we have to ask the question, Eddie. What are we? watching yes our timing is way off again but that's totally fine so what are we watching um let's go around the room here um leanne what have you been watching this week movie tv whatever you want that you thought was particularly good well i have been watching more tv now that i guess the spooky mind has ended i did go on a movie overdrive in october and i watched up to 53 movies and 53 in a month that's almost two a day you are my type of person true. i like that a lot and i hardly watched any tv except for like weekly episodes for shows that were still airing so uh this week i've been watching the walking date i just started it and i'm on season two is I'm that is that a rewatch two. situation or are you starting uh, no i just started it oh wow so okay so you're yeah just perfect for the Oh, oh yeah, it's 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 very good for for October for sure. Um, how are you liking it so far? It's really, I love these kind of survivalist TV shows, like where they have like it's a group of people coming together and finding a common goal, and that is to survive together despite all the crazy stuff that has happened. I guess yeah, and it does feel like rather comforting in a way with like feels like a comfort show because of all these characters and how real they make it, how real they become and how the writers and the creators of the TV show like explore them 
um, their interactions with the other characters as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's you know you feel like they're old friends by the time you get through one season. The thing that I found interesting about that show is how quickly it turns. Like, so the first few seasons, they're dealing with this epidemic of, you know, all these zombies and stuff. And then by the time you get to kind of season three, season four, other people start becoming the problem, not, you know, the zombies are one thing. And then you've got all these horrible people dealing with the end of the world. So I'm, I'm excited to hear, um, uh, uh, you know, how you sort of feel about it as you go on. Addy, what have you been watching? Superman, you watched Man um, of Steel 785 <laughs> times this week. There's not even that much time in a week, but you did it. You managed it somehow. Yeah, fuck. I actually watched it twice. Yep. I see. 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 Uh, yeah. I've been... I started Lost. Like The TV the, show? The TV show. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. I started Lost. Uh, I started Doctor Who. From the from when? No, from the two the two thousand five. Not not going back to the sixties. I was gonna say like that's that's like wow, you're looking down the barrel of like a thousand episodes or something. So I can't do that, man. No, that's too much. And how are they? Uh, oh, these are amazing. Uh, Doctor Who is a bit more, but I'm interested in Doctor Who more than I'm in Lost because I've always wanted to watch Doctor Who. Mm. Lost is interesting to say the least. I watched the first four episodes and it's 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 intriguing every episode. It's also really long, like twenty two episodes, 40, 42 minutes per episode, and like I can't I can't do all that. I'm a I'm a hour episode guy. I get that. Yeah, I also, you know, maybe maybe it's old fashioned now. I don't know, but even you know these these Arrowverse shows, um, you know, they're twenty one, twenty two, twenty three episode seasons um you know 42 uh minutes without without uh advertisement or whatever that's that's a dedication in 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 time that i'm not 100 percent sure i have but lost is like that's 12 seasons buddy or something that's yeah that's six seasons is it only six okay well that's not yeah um cool well, what are I'm, you watching what am i watching um, I've been super busy this week um, in, in production mode, getting the Screamathon episode of the Stitch Up out and also a bunch of work stuff um, like the, the trailer I sent you and uh, for the, for the theater show. And now I'm, I'm, I had a little bit of time and, and the other night I watched uh, two movies, which is the first time I've had an opportunity to do a double bill that wasn't at the cinema to myself in quite some time. And they were just, they were like straight up punts. I wasn't even sure what I was looking at. I watched Man of Steel the other night um, and thought, I, I love me a bit of Henry Cavill. Let's let's have a bit more of him. And I watched a film called Night Hunter. Um, and it's Ben Kingsley, uh, um, Alexandra Daddario, and uh, who else is in it? Stanley Tucci. Um, and it was... I've always avoided it because the, the the title sounded so meh, like, oh, Night Hunter. I bet it's some shit ape uh, serial killer movie. And that's what it is, but it's not a shit ape one. It's really good. Uh, Henry Cavill is playing so against type. He's this really gruff, um, you know, over the hill, worn out detective guy. And um, he teams up with uh, uh, Ben Kingsley, uh, who's like a, a, a vigilante and they're hunting um, a... a, a this um, serial killer who who sort of rapes and deafens women 
Um, I don't know if he's a serial killer then. He's a serial offender. Um, and it was awesome. It felt like a real European kind of thing, like a Scandin- Scandinavian uh, or, or Finnish kind of TV show. Very dark and moody. Um, that was really cool. And then I watched um, a film from 1981 uh, called Thief with James Kahn that was directed by Michael Mann, who directed Heat um, and Ali and Collateral. And he's, you know, Miami Vice, but less said about that, the better. Um, and it's one of his first pictures. And it was, I watched it for another podcast. Um, not one that I'm on, Natty. I'm not cheating on you. I'm not podcast cheating on you. Um, or you, Leanne, either. I wouldn't do that to either of you. Uh, no, I, it, it's a podcast I listen to. And that's one of the episodes they're doing in the next couple of weeks. And I'd never seen it. And it was out fucking standing. I think it might be Michael Mann's best movie, apart from Heat. I loved it. Go and check it out, everyone. James Kahn in Thief. And now that we've done all that noise, do you want it? Do, do, would you like to both of you do some nerd news? Yes. Sure. <laughs> I love the delay. Like, <laughs> yes, I guess we have to. Well, in that case, here's the nerd news theme. All right, this week on Nerd News, I have to open my phone. I should have done that before. These are interesting ones. Um, do you want to like, do you want to save the really important one to the end? Up to you, man. Yeah, I think we'll do that. Um, spoilers, like Her- no one knows what we're going to talk about. Spoilers <laughs> for um, a Black Adam. If you haven't seen Black Adam, then what are you doing with your life? No, I'm joking. It's it's totally fine movie. It's it's you know it's a bit of fun, but. We're going to talk about some stuff that pops up in it that is important to uh, this week's news. But before that one, this one I only saw today. I think you said it to me, Addy. Um, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II has been officially cast as the lead in a Wonder Man Disney Plus series. And I'm, even though I said that should have been Nathan Fillion, I'm 100% here for it. He's awesome. I love that actor so much. Thoughts? Feelings? Anybody try? I've no idea. I've no idea who Wonder Man is, but I'm, I'm good. I'm glad to see him in the MCU now, because he's going to be in MCU and DCU. Yep. Who is he in the DCU? Black Manta. Oh, he is, isn't he? That's yeah. right. Oh shit! I I need to rewatch Aquaman. Clearly, um, Wonder Man is a. It was a West Coast Avenger who's like a. I don't know if he's got a superpowers. I don't know what what his powers are. But he's basically um, this uh, uh, superhero is also a celebrity. So I think it'll be kind of taking the piss on celebrity. The way that WandaVision was kind of making fun of different eras of TV, I think this will be like making fun of what it would be to be a celebrity and be a superhero. And Ben Kingsley's going to be in it again as, as um, Trevor Slattery, which is pretty cool. Um, so I'm excited for this. Um, and speaking of, uh, you know, Disney stuff that, that might make people do backflips, do you think they're doing a vision show? Yeah, yeah. TV series entitled Vision Quest is currently in develop at Marvel Studios. And why wouldn't you, you know? Is he going to be white vision? That's my question. Yeah, no shit. What else is going to be? I don't know. I, th- I thought it might be maybe he'd he be colored in vision. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be funny if he turned up and he was just done in crayon. Like he tried to do it himself. <laughs> That's a shit, Bettany. 
Taika Waititi is not directing it, so it's probably not a crayon version of it. <laughs> that movie was done in crayon. Did you like the the fourth? Oh, I can't you can't say the fourth Thor movie? It's too difficult. Did you like Love and Thunder, Leanne? Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, I know now. There's a lot more negative reactions to it, but when I first watched it, it was like basically all I was looking for. It was a fun movie. Not without its flaws, which is quite a few, unfortunately. But I mean, you gotta know what you're going in for for movies sometimes. You don't expect too much, and I kept my expectations moderate. And yeah, I think it was a rather fun time. I think every you're right. Expectations are the key thing. Everyone was expecting Ragnarok too, and that's not what they got. They got a cartoon. Um, you know, and that's we talked about that, and that's totally fine. Just wasn't for me, but maybe that's because I'm 178 years old. Um, okay. You're an elf. I'm an elf. I'm a jinn or a nymph. Um, or Gandalf. <laughs> or Gandalf, yeah, that's right. Yes. I'm gonna come back. <laughs> oh, yes. Riggs the White. I'm going to come back and, oh, yes, that's what they called me. Um, right, here we go. I just slipped into Ian McKellen really, really well there. This one might be interesting. Um, might be interesting. This one's pretty interesting. Uh, not only was Kevin Feige asked uh, to run DC Studios by Saslav, but when he declined, they went to James Gunn, who accepted the job. And as of today's date, the 2nd of November, 2022, he is, he is in the position. Today is his first day on the job. Well done, Mr. Gunn. How do you two feel about that being, being DC fans? Start with you, Leanne. Uh. Honestly, I think it's rather. I think it, it, the DC is DC Universal. Is it DCEU? Yeah. Or just DC? I, I think they're moving. Yeah. I think it's moving in a better direction, hopefully. I'm not too sure, but I do like a lot of James Gunn's projects. So. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I do have faith in him. Uh, whether he can like handle the administrative roles and things like that. Remains to be seen, but honestly, as audiences, I guess what we are most, uh, we're most focused and we're most excited to see the projects. Anything behind the scenes, I mean, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, you almost don't want to know about that stuff. Like, it's a good move to have a creative person in that position. And I think, despite whatever reservations people have about those first three. And then the movies that all made around it that kind of lived within what you would call the Snyderverse, at least they had a direction. At least they were going somewhere specific. And then as soon as Zach kind of, you know, had his problems with Justice League and, and, and went off, it all kind of went everywhere and, and, and no one really knew what they were doing anymore. Um, so, yeah, hopefully Mr. Gunn can, um, can find some direction there. So this last story, I have to do a quick, and Addy does as well, we have to do a quick recant because... Last week when we did uh, the episode, I did intentionally did stories for nerd news that I thought were fucking bullshit, that were hokum, like Harrison Ford being mocapped to be the Green Hulk in the Thunderbolts movie or whatever the hell it is that he's going to be in. And one of them was that someone had been hired to, you know, spearhead a new Henry Cavill-led Superman movie. And I said that that was horseshit. And guess what, everybody? It's not. Henry Cavill has come out. Not only did he appear in the, and we said spoilers. So if you're listening still now and you you get angry about this part, it's your only your own fault. 
Uh, he appears in the... Holy shit, have you seen Black Adam, Leanne? Yes, I have. Oh, thank God. Sorry, not right. <laughs> <laughs> so I destroyed. earlier. Oh, okay. I watched it on the opening day, so... Oh, yeah. good on you. DC um, yeah, so anyway, Superman, he does turn up at the end for the for the stinger scene very very briefly and then a few days later henry cavill came out himself on his social media accounts and said yep i'm getting back in the suit uh we're working on it it's going to be wonderful it's going to be joyful we're going to give people hope and 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 happiness and so much so that he's he's being replaced on the witcher as well um liam hemsworth the um uh, what i like to call hemsworth light is going to be taking over uh for for him on the witcher because he's going to be busy doing superman pictures for ages addy I'm going to go to you first, sir. You're wearing the Superman T-shirt. Tell me how you feel. I don't have words. I, I can't, man. I'm getting Superman back again. I fucking can't. Jesus. <laughs> I think oh, I can imagine I cried. because if I was to, if, if Christopher Reeve was to rise from the grave and not as a zombie, Walking Dead style, uh, and 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 was to get back in that suit, not in the chair either. Like he's a, he's a, he's a completely healthy Christopher Reeve, and to be Superman again, I reckon I would just I would have kittens. So I can kind of understand how you're feeling on that respect. Yeah, I'm sorry you call it bullshit. It felt like bullshit, but it's real. Yeah, it did. It felt like, hey, no one pay attention to the fact that Ezra Miller's been a dickhead. Um, <laughs> whatever was going on with him. Have a look at this stuff. With them. With them. I have it uh, looking up. Yes, you're right. Having looking look and have it and then and then have it and it's them. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, let's move on. I fucked up my pronoun pronoun game. Um, yeah, oh, I'm so happy for you, Addy. When I saw it and I saw that video of him, uh, you know, it's him. He's not been deep faked. He's he's on record as saying he's coming back. I, I just I thought Addy is gonna be just this is twenty twenty two is your year, sir. <laughs> Yeah, it's the year of DC rising up again. It feels like it. It feels like it. Yeah, I, I, I think so as well. Leanne, did you? How, how do you feel about Henry Cavill's Superman? Because your Superman would probably be, um, what's it, the the Tyler? Uh, Tyler Hagman. Yeah. Who is the little boy in Road to Perdition? The Tom Hanks really? movie from like two thousand one, which I rewatched recently. Anyway, sorry, I cut you off. Um, <laughs> but how do you feel about Henry being on the big screen? I mean, uh, overwhelmed and happy, obviously, but I think Andy is obviously more, he was more overwhelmed than me, but there was still such a shock seeing him on the big screen again, even mm-hmm. if it was towards the ending. I did manage to cap- capture it with my phone, like I was videoing the last part and I was like, unfortunately, my, my theatre reaction was not very loud at all maybe just a few like shots yes but no screaming really so yeah it was really tough keep trying to keep the news from from him as he had not watched black adam yet so i kept telling him please go and buy a coke or some kind of drinks because you need the energy to scream and i don't want you to run out of water or anything <laughs> when you watch it because you're already gonna speak you need all that extra, extra caffeine to scream. Yeah, but what if he had a full Coke and then Superman appeared and he went like that and just got it all in his face? <laughs> then he'd have you to blame. And then he'd fall down the stairs stumbling drunk on Coke. Of apparently. Coke? Yeah. Oh, nice. Whatever. I had a Coke at a party the other night. It was it was a friend's 30th. And um, I, I don't drink alcohol. Um, and I very, very rarely drink soft drink. I had one Coke. Whew, I was flying, man. 
was <laughs> it did it made me i was driving home just like this there wasn't even any music on i was just shaking my head like an idiot um so yeah henry cavill back as superman god bless him uh i i really do like henry cavill i think he's incredibly talented i think he was shortchanged in that in those films i think he didn't get the opportunity to do to be the superman that we he he had he could be that first movie is all origin um that second movie is overshadowed by batman and uh he's only in the last hour of either of the justice league pictures that you might want to see so come on back henry come on back and we'll we enjoy watching your big shiny s um that sounded, sounded much dirtier than i meant it to <laughs> we've talked about dr sheen's playing dick nothing is going to nothing's going to pass that i know i said that to a friend of mine today michelle we were talking about being on the podcast and she i was asking i was telling her this is what our podcast is about i'm like yeah half the time we just you know start talking about whether or not hulk would have a normal sized penis or not which is just i mean nobody needs that anyway regardless yeah. of all the big dicks green or otherwise that there might be around um we're going to talk about the arrowverse it does um uh, it, it spreads over the course of how many years now it's got to be at least 10. yeah 10 years, I would say. Ten years 10 years yeah because i remember arrow starting just before 20, w- w- when was it 2012 2012 right yeah and that was that was your start, and then that went into Flash, and on and on and on. Legends of Tomorrow, blah blah blah. Um, so let's just probably the best way to get in is is to talk about your relationships. But like I said, mine's very tangential. I watched the first few seasons of Arrow and the first few seasons of Flash, and then kind of fell off because I I'm, didn't have enough time more than anything. Um, what was your experience of it, Leanne? Like, how did you discover it? Uh, it's actually not me that discovered it, but my siblings. I remember watching like a few episodes. I never really binged through the shows until 2020 during the pandemic when I had a lot of time on my hands. But right. I remember watching a few episodes of Arrow and Flash in like 2016 when I was 12 years old. Yeah, I was 12 years old. And yeah, it was at first. Can I just stop for year. one second there? Uh, and just to double check that I got this right. Did you just did you say that you were twelve years old in twenty sixteen? Yep, that's correct. Keep going. Yeah, you are you are Gandalf, my friend. Just yeah, just excuse me while yeah. I you know have an early bird dinner and 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 have you know an electric thing set up on my stairs. That's crazy. Well, thank you for coming and and, and talking to this old fart. Keep going. So you watched them all during the pandemic. Yeah. Amazing. And- when I was 12 years old, my first impression of Arrow was that it was rather dark and I wasn't wrong because in season two, I remember it being like a lot of like supernatural and mythical elements coming into play, the resurrection of Sarah Lance and uh, what else, uh, Razor Ghoul and it was rather dark like as a 12 year old watching it and watching it in 2020 for the first time like Watching it all, it was probably one of the best binging experiences because I watched all eight seasons of Arrow throughout. And like, because it was so captivating and gripping with each new season and the new challenges that came with Oliver Queen and seeing how his character evolved. So, yeah. Did you, while watching that, because did you say it's eight seasons? Yes, eight seasons. Right. 
um, so did you watch just that and or did you dip that in and out of flashes? Because I know that by the time you get to sort of season three and four, they're jumping between each other quite a bit. Did you do that yes. part of it or? I did watch The Flash, but I stopped there. I stopped like after season two. Yeah, because in a way it was like kind of, it, it fell off a bit after season two and season three. So I had a bit of problems keeping up with the show after that. Because it does get very repetitive. It get, yeah, monotonous. So, but I did watch Supergirl right after I started at but right after I finished Arrow, and then I went on to watch Legends of Tomorrow, and I had heard from like online reviews and things like that that it was one of the best Arrowverse shows, like mm-hmm. considered by fans to be one of the best and the most underrated. So I was like, let's give this a try and see how it turns out to be. And it did take a few seasons to find its full thing but once it did it was like just a breeze from then on it was such a joy to watch and such a fun time and yeah i remember us having a conversation about it when we were they, uh, the first season of superman and lois came out and we were chatting about that and you asked me if i'd seen legends yes. and I, I gave the first few episodes ago and just couldn't get in you said it was a a creeper like you had to kind of watch it again yeah. but it's always anybody who's a fan of the arrow shows that's always the 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 sort of hidden gem that people kind of ignore but it's the one that's everybody finds the most interesting um i do agree that the thing about the flash and i suppose the arrow is kind of the same that that always um bugged me was it, it, does everybody want superpowers like all of them <laughs> everybody true. does but then i've been recently reading um uh uh, uh the flash comic because it dips in and out of the dark crisis series that's going on at the moment in the books and as batman's the same as well yeah everybody in their lives has superpowers the kids the mum, the dad the grandpa the dog they've all got them so it kind of i don't feel as bad about it as i used to um addy you're we've talked about the arrowverse before you you're a huge fan of um you know superman in general but you you like the the superman and lois show which is really interesting because it's not it's a family drama. That's not what I was expecting from that show at all. Um, what's your experience with these shows? Yeah, um, me and Leanne both loved uh, Superman and Lois very, very much. Well, why don't you start your own podcast about it then, hey? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you Maybe could. one day. Yeah, you could. Good. Absolutely do that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Shut up, man. Okay. Sorry, you go. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I will stop being funny for a second. No, I was white because then you're going to spit out the fucking water from your nose. <laughs> I might, I might have, I might have. So yeah, big, Sorry. big fan of Superman and Lois. Uh, yeah, my introduction to Arrow was was Supergirl. Oh, okay. That's yeah, I was... back door to get into that. Yeah, I remember my dad watching like a like an ad and it like had some some kind of joke that i found it like really funny but my dad didn't <laughs> so is that like, how okay. you knew that it was a good show for you because you well, if dad doesn't find this funny i'm gonna think it's fucking hilarious <laughs> i mean my dad no <laughs> no really uh but yeah i'd say supergirl was like the first active show that i that like i binged and watched like when it was on air mm-hmm and I haven't watched the last season only because it, it broke me. 
there was that was ending. So so I did, I didn't watch the last season. Yeah. And I'm kind of happy with where where I left left off because uh, after the last season, Flash was just fucked up. But I have watched like all all the crisis events, and I've loved the integration of like like the inclusion of legends and of uh, yeah the the one second scene of Titans in the in the very recent one or like the previously recent one. That was, uh, that was Crisis on Infinite Earths, was it not? Is yeah. That, that's right, yeah. They had Lucifer in that and Constantine. Yeah, Constantine. And, and two Supermans. The double soups. Yeah. It was, yeah, crazy. <laughs> uh, the weirdest one for me was seeing Brandon Routh as the Superman that he yeah. played in Superman Returns with the black <laughs> Kingdom Come S. Like, yeah. Were you just doing, were you like that for you, Leanne, being a big fan of these shows, when they do that huge crossover, because that's the kind of thing that as a comic fan, I'm totally used to, like that happens every other week. But for TV people or for, for movies either as well, when you have the more crossover like that, it must be a huge undertaking. Were you just yeah. losing your mind watching those episodes? I was pretty much, well, that's, I was pretty <laughs> much like, yeah. And it was like so cool watching the different episodes and which which episode came after the other and then yeah it's like uh com- I mean compared to like the other crossovers it, it's considered not one of the better ones but still with the inclusion of Superman like Vanderbilt Superman and Constantine and Lucifer which is like those two shows the respective shows the characters in their respective shows are like. One of my some of my favorite shows. Them being in it was just yeah, it was my multiverse of madness. Yeah, is, yeah, it really, yeah, my multiverse of madness. It's more multiverse yeah. of madness than multiverse and multiverse yeah, of madness true. was. Yeah. Yes. Um. The the inclusion of uh uh, and I I really like the the other crossovers as well. Um, Crisis on Earth X is great with all the Nazi superheroes or the Nazi superheroes in quotation marks. Um. Mm-hmm. At what point did did uh Superman and Lois come into it, the version that we now know from their show. After Crisis, right? Is that where they mm-hmm. got introduced? Is Because oh, didn't Superman get introduced mm-hmm. in Supergirl? He got introduced yeah. in the season to us, Supergirl. Right. And how did, how did that work? Like, had he always been in the universe or was it an alternate reality thing? I think, yeah, go on. No, I think he's. I think he's always been in the Arrowverse. It was just uh, they didn't really want to have like a because the undertaking of like putting Superman on the TV on TV screens in fact in a TV format was like a huge undertaking, obviously. But uh, I think they wanted to give more spotlight to Supergirl first, and then they brought in Superman as like a supporting supporting character yeah. into Supergirl, and then. From then on, he did have few a few appearances here and there, and he was in the crisis, the, a few of the crisis crossovers, but he didn't get his show until twenty twenty, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I remember so, yeah. it came out, and I, we were in lockdown here in Melbourne, and and I was it was one of those ones that. You know, I put in my diary, like, this is the day that it comes out and, you know, the new episode gets dropped. And then Binge, the son of a bitch, the Binge is a, is a streaming service in Australia that's kind of akin to HBO Max because we don't have that here. Um, sometimes it would not do them. It would not post them. 
and I'd have to wait till the next week and then they'd post two and I'm like, well, you're jerking me off. Like I, I want to, I need my soups. So I dig that show a lot because again, like I said, it's a, sort of a family drama. Um, and it's interesting as well that he's kind of well into his career as well. It's not like a young, young upstart Superman. Um, the Supergirl show, Melissa Benoist, I mean, just forget about it. Like she I know. is a treasure. Like what a wonderful actress. She's really great in uh, the film Whiplash as well. <coughs> yes. As a, side, as a side note. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really, really great, really great picture. That in, in terms of it's how it went, it went Arrow, Flash. lots of abs, Flash. Supergirl, I think. Did and then, Legends first? Supergirl and Legends around the same time. Around the same time, yep. Yeah, same, same time. And then after that was, I'm kind of losing track. <laughs> yeah, there's so many of them. I think we need to Google which ones came first. Yeah, um, Captain Google. No, I think I've actually got it on on Thingo. Hang on, wait one second. Everybody who's listening to the podcast, just wait while I look at my notes, will you? God, you're so impatient. Black Lightning came first. Came Black later. Lightning, yep. And then it would have been Batwoman in 2019. Batwoman, yep. Which which uh, and they, uh, like replaced cast because that was a young Australian person. And after that was Superman and Lois. And then, that's in like the main, that's like the main TV shows. Or... Right. And what about, okay, so Flash, okay. and then there's Constantine, Naomi, which is a new one, the Brian Michael Vendez show, and Stargirl, which unfortunately just got cancelled after its th- third season. Yeah. Have you watched that one? Yeah, I watched the Stargirl show and it's like, it's not really like a main part of the Eververse because it kind of, is not on the same of, so it kind of got incorporated with certain crossovers, like for Constantine and Naomi, they, I think they were planned on being incorporated into the Arrowverse, mm-hmm. despite being in DCTV, but uh, unfortunately, we never really got to see that for Stargo and, and uh, Naomi, but uh, Constantine, you could call it part of the Arrowverse because he was also in Arrow, he appeared in a few episodes and yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not really like part of the main timeline, but he got yeah he got brought in by crossovers. It's the the first season of Arrow is like kind of it's pretty grody and run down. It's just this dude who comes back and starts whooping everybody's ass and killing motherfuckers too, like just straight up murking yeah. people. And um and it's interesting. And at the end, another thing as well, if it, spoilers, if you haven't seen the first season of Arrow, I mean, what are you listening to this podcast for? For one thing, but um he doesn't win. In the end, that those mm. bombs go off. He his best friend dies, and his best friend says, "Hey, stop killing people, you psychopath!" And uh, he does. Um, and the other thing that they they got killed off in again in quotation marks in the first season of Arrow was the voiceover. The first season has a lot of voiceover, and then as soon as the yeah, second season true. starts, it's only in the intro. Is that correct? I I think so. There were yeah, there were quite a lot. Voiceovers, but oh, I he think was the flash... up a storm to yeah. no one. <laughs> yeah, but I think the flashbacks, scenes, and sequences still remained, obviously. So, yeah, it was so as to up until season five or something, because that was like how long he was on um, Lian Yu. Um, yeah, and I dug that. I, I don't think, and this might be a bone of contention between the two of you. I don't know. I'm. I don't think that Stephen Amell's a great actor. 
Um, he's a very good physical actor. Like he's got, um, like he's amazing looking. He's got a great physique, but he's also a very good stunt person into himself. But he would, he'd sometimes swing for the fences on some of those lines he didn't have to. Um, but then, you know, that, that being said, it was still an enjoyable show and he was surrounded by a great cast of, of, you know, the supporting cast. But then you look at The Flash, like the young kid who played, what's his name? The kid who plays Flash? Uh, Grant Gustin. Oh, I was going to say yeah, who did it first. Grant um, Grant Gustin, wonderful, wonderful actor. Um, uh, who, who plays his surrogate father? Jesse. Jesse. The song and dance man. He's, oh, he's from Jesse something. Yeah, I want to say Plemons, but that's not even anywhere close to it. Um, Jesse Fisher. I'm not sure. I'm searching him up. Right Fisher now. might be it. Let's see. Let's take a punt. Jesse. Googling him right now. Jesse's girl. He wants to be Jesse's girl. That's the that's the thing. Um, yeah. No. There's. I'm just saying that they're sort of surrounded by, you know, Jesse wonderful. and Martin. Jesse or Martin. Yeah. Jesse wonderful. Martin. Wonderful actor. And then, like, the acting got better, the budgets got bigger, um, you know, more shows got incorporated. It became its own little thing, particularly at a time when the DC movie universe didn't know what it was doing. Where for you, both of you, and, and, and whoever wants to answer first, where's the high watermark? Like, where did it get to where you were like, shit, this is, this is why I watch these shows? Like, it can be an episode or it can be a particular season of something or an arc. Like, where did you go? Yes, this is, this is, you know, this has gotten as good as it's ever going to get. Oh, Leanne, you go first because mine might be very recent. All right. Um, well, it's kind of hard to pinpoint where it like reached an all high. But I remember there was a time where it was really, uh, it was like riding the wave. It was, peak, you could say, people would call it like peak comic book content, especially with all the shows running, I would say maybe around 2018 or 2019 before like the pandemic hit and it kind of took a toll on the shows. But yeah, yeah, once once Arrow and Flash, Supergirl and Legends were all like rather established and then they were like doing crossovers, it was really quite fun to watch all these shows get together and all these actors and the different cast members and I think it's it's not so much like if you could like say it's not really like a high reach but I think it's like when all these different cast members from the different shows come together and they had crossovers or just mini crossovers it really felt like behind the scenes it really felt like it was a family in that sense they were really Mm. they really like in that sense really like an extended family and they you could feel the love and you could feel the camaraderie from all of them and many of them are still really good friends and oh yeah yeah, that's that's that's, i guess that's a main part of why the franchise and the whole universe as a whole felt so felt so intriguing and felt so welcome in a way it's like really welcoming and even to viewers you feel like you're stepping in a family yeah i think that's probably comes with 
the fact that they they spend years together making these things you know you spend half a year making a season and then it, it runs for eight years or whatever um and they do all seem to have quite good chemistry um yeah. particularly when they first start happening um you know the, the crossovers and such when it's when you like you said you get supergirl in there and in comes the, the legends and legends has got that other thing where it's like one of the cast members from that was in arrow as a main character who came back from the dead um and you know all these weird and then you know the flash you've got things like you know cisco all of a sudden starts to get powers and then uh you know we get alternate versions of people come in and it's like there's always so much going on um they're never boring that's one thing i'll say about they're never boring addy where's your kind of peak you know, just in your head. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a specific moment. Like um, Leanne said, for her, it was once those four prime shows had kind of found their groove together. And I think Supergirl even changed networks because it was on... Oh, she was. Or she was on CBS. Yeah. And then they were like, no, nah, we'll have that. Yeah, because they were going to cancel yeah. it. And CW was like, no, nah, we'll take that shit. We'll have some noised. Yeah. Come on down. <laughs> and Martian Manhunt is in that shit too, isn't he? Yes, he is. That was my introduction to Martian Manhunter. And then I went into Young Justice. It was fucking John awesome. Jones, man, John Jones fucking rules. I think he's my favorite Justice Leaguer. If not, really? he's my favorite DC character. John Jones is my favorite. When he turned up at the end of, of Zack Snyder, spoilers for Zack Snyder's Justice League or whatever it's called. Um, I don't know what you're allowed to call it. it when when he turned League. up. And it was and it was Harry fucking Lennox as well. I was like, yes, Martha Manhunter. Anyway, sorry. Tell me your tell me your, your favorite moment. It's when Martian Manhunter turned up, isn't it? <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So, like as mentioned before, uh, the first season was in CBS, and then CW got it, and yep. they they made the show more brighter. They you have better writing. They had they had a new suit, they had a new logo, everything. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first few seconds, and then Superman shows up. Yeah, oh really? Okay. Season two, episode one, Superman shows up. Maybe they were trying to be like, you know, we can expand on this. Keep it. Yeah. Easy. I mean, it's set up so well, because like there's a plane going down in Metropolis and and she can't get there as quick. So she phones him and he's like, I'm on my way. And then he flies up, and then they both catch the fucking plane. Like that's 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 fucking DC, man. Yeah. That's this is the best shit ever. They always turn up. Um, yeah. So let me just get this right. Sorry, she called Superman on the phone. No, she calls oh, Clark Kent on the phone. Oh right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who calls Superman? He's got Superman's number on speed. Uh, Bat- Batman calls Superman. Batman calls Superman. <laughs> Well, in this, uh, sorry, was that your your point that you were talking about? Was that that your your favorite bit? Yeah, and then like the whole entirety of Superman and Lois, every single episode. Yeah, Superman and Lois is is pretty great. That's the only one that's kind of still running, isn't it? Yeah, let's not jinx it. I said no. Touch wood. Um, to touch myself because that's my last name. Uh, so Arrow, uh, sorry, Flash is still going, but it's finishing up. It's finishing with season nine, so season I guess nine. around next year. Right. So a, a Star Girl yeah. will probably continue, like finish its third season. 
Um, so then, you know, Batgirl's been cancelled as well. Legends has been cancelled. So if the, the ones that are still running are probably going to end. But but Lois and Clark is the only one that's got going to have any long. Lois and Clark, fucking hell! Sorry, that's another show, man. 1994. Then that's another show. You know what? I'm, I guarantee you, Dean Kane and Terry Hatch's Google alert just went off because they heard me say that. <laughs> It's like, Dean Kane's like, what? Where am I? <laughs> um, anyway, regardless of all that, uh, so it's uh, Superman and Lois, rather. That's the one that's still, at the moment, going to be going for a little while. Yeah. Right on. And, yeah. And Stargirl, Stargirl recently announced to be ending this season four, I think. Season four. I think it'll be running for one more season. Season three, I'm not sure, but yeah, still unfortunate that it's ending. I yeah. think it's that's all... the best way to do it, though. Like, tell the showrunners that this is it, get one last season, exactly. Then... Not like cut their legs out from under them when they're either in the <laughs> yeah. middle of shooting something or yeah. that you know they don't know what's coming, you know, like they did yeah. with um Angel, the Buffy spin off, even though they had a great final season, but the last two episodes were rushed. Um, so and the other question I had as well. Have either of you watched Batwoman? No, I mean I did. Oh, racists! No, I'm just <laughs> wow, yeah. dude, that's not not really. I mean, yeah, um, I haven't watched it either. But the reason I say that I was racist, fucker. Fuck off. <laughs> that's totally fair. That's totally fair. no. Um, I I didn't watch it because it was you know I'm, i wasn't watching any of them so i'm racist against anyone yeah. everybody if that's you know the case no my, my question was <laughs> i'm arrowverse racist <laughs> you hear that everyone i'm arrow racist um no not at all i just wasn't i wasn't into it and clearly you guys weren't either but the the reason <laughs> the reason i wanted to talk about it is because so within the continuity of batwoman is that part of Arrow and Flash and all that. Like, does it live in the same universe? Or yeah, it it's very much part. It's very much part of the main timeline. It what? Okay, yeah. if that's the case, yeah. then so Batman is there's a Superman in this universe and he's married to Lois mm-hmm. and he's got two teenage boys, but there's no Batman because Batman's missing. Is my understanding in, in in at the beginning of yeah, Batman. I think so. Yeah, I think he was like referred to, but he was. I don't think that's much. He was much of a mainstay and a show or main figure. Okay, because yeah. yeah, when in the first, I remember seeing some of it because I was watching those crossovers, and it was, I think at that time it was the young Australian actor whose name escapes me, and I'm also not sure of their pronoun, so I, I don't want to say he or she. Um, but and then in the second season, it was uh, taken over by an African American woman, um, but I don't, I can't remember which at what point like they mentioned Bruce Wayne like did i see it in a trailer for the second season or did was it was it in the crossover that i saw i can't remember but i know they're at Wayne Tower at one point and they're talking about Batman being missing whether that was a trailer or in one of these crossovers how do you have superman in a universe and not deal with batman that was my question because i know he's kind of in titans but that doesn't really count about Batman and something. Yeah, like how do you have Superman have this whole big thing going on and then no Batman, you know? Yeah, that's that's true. I think it also has to do a lot with yeah, budgetary reasons and you know, it's a TV franchise, so obviously less budget is directed towards there, so 
Yeah, I think, and also for like um, many other reasons, like Warner Brothers not allowing them to use certain characters. So I think Batman is one of those that they aren't allowed to use. They did really? give, they did give uh, Superman to to the Arrowverse. They were like chucked in there. They were like, oh yeah, so I guess Henry Cavill isn't coming back, so you can yeah, have him for now. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> going to be interesting. Like, are they going to are they going to be very red in the face now that? Kept yeah. Thomas coming back. Will that will that be? Does that spell the end? What was that? Sorry. Yeah. I guess like I guess hopefully if nothing happens to the show, two versions of Superman can exist alongside the um, TV screen and on the big screen. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, because I see no reason. Sorry. You can have the Joker. Like there's a Joker movie, yeah. and then there's yeah. the Mother Joker stuff, and then someone else is playing the Joker, and then there's the young Irish kid in the Batman movie, and it's yeah. I mean, I don't know why. We're all smart. We're all smart, you know, consumers yeah. of this stuff. So there's there's so many Arrow shows. There's so many uh, episodes. I'm, most of them are finished now. So that if you wanted to binge them all from start to finish and chronologically jumping between shows and seasons, you could absolutely do that. My question for you guys as, as Arrowverse fans is what is your pitch to somebody? Like we had a conversation, Leanne, when we were watching uh, Superman and Lois, you gave me your pitch for why Legends of Tomorrow is really good. If you had to pitch the entire Arrow universe to someone who'd never seen any of it, what would you say? That's my oh. question to you. Can I go first? You can go first, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow, this is a rather tough question as we are posing as we are pitching the whole universe to someone and it just not not just a individual show exactly uh well i guess you can i would say that the universe is unlike the dc and dceo and um, the film side of uh dc for like many good reasons because it's a tv show and it's a TV show universe and it's very intent on bringing the characters and their stories to life. For, yeah, first and foremost. And also because it's, it's if you have the time, I know not many people have the time, but uh, it's really good binging material. I mean, oh, yeah. if you're willing to stick with it through the ups and downs, it's, I mean, regardless of whatever flaws they may have, it still makes for a rather a memorable binging experience and yeah you get to know these characters like they are one of your own or you yeah they're like a family something like that so and and we do get lesser eververse characters introduced and being being brought from the comics and being brought to life onto the show like white canary or black canary mm-hmm. a dream but Many others like Martian Manhunter, John Jones, yes. and Supergirl. All these are let you could call them like B-list superheroes. People would call them B-list superheroes in that the whole in the whole universe of DC heroes. But they brought all these B-list characters and brought them to life and gave them in a way um, gave them. Yeah, I gave them stories to explore. And yeah, I guess if you are looking for character-driven stories, which is like, which is not always, the, the writing isn't the most perfect at times, but still the dedication is there. And 
can't really deny it. So if you're looking to get into a hefty chunk of shows and episodes and seasons and, and this whole franchise, whole franchise and getting into it and watching it chronologically, I would definitely say give give this universe of give this universe a try. Right on. Yeah. So you hear that folks, it's we're talking character driven stories. We're talking long, overarching, you know, uh, 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 seasons of stories as well that mix in between each other. And you've got a bunch of really hot people like kicking each other's asses, which is fantastic. <laughs> yep. also. Oh, that was, sorry, that was my reason. Reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's one the, of the main reasons you should watch it. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of beautiful people in these programs. Um, yeah. The woman who plays Golden Glider in um, Flash. Uh, is it Golden Glider? It's, it's, she's like with... Uh, when when Snart and um and uh the the guy who plays Glider yeah is it Golden Glider or just Glider I can't remember she's very beautiful was my point but then again oh, oh the yeah she's the one in the Flash she's she's being played by Peyton List Peyton List she's the actress that plays. The Golden Glider. Yeah, yeah. She she was in Mad Men. Yeah. And, um, and I always thought she was. She was oh very, yeah, she looks familiar. Yeah. I thought she looked familiar. Lots of lots of beautiful people. Absolutely. Um, Jesse Martin, who we were talking about before. Uh, okay, Addy, st- put your phone down. Put your phone down. This is hot. <laughs> we're journalists. Serious journalism. Um, what 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 is your elevator pitch for? Hey, watch the Arrowverse. Okay, first of all, I was trying to find the person that you both of you were talking about. I don't know. I uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Could have been on Tinder or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you have to pay for Tinder. I'm not that, I'm not that free. <laughs> wow. Nice to <laughs> Does Tinder cost money? Fuck yeah, it does. What? Why? Wow. Not cost oh. money to love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, love's it not cost me enough energy. Yeah, that's that's, that's absolutely right. <laughs> it costs you enough energy and that'll cost you your money and your purses. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a minefield being single. Um Addy, go right ahead. Your elevator pitch. Right. Um I would say watch um but my elevator pitch for like just watching the shows is watch Superman and Lois because it's relatively disconnected from everything that came before. Agreed. But also has the spirit and the love for those characters that was that was present in those shows. Really? And watch. Yes. Two of the probably best. the yeah probably the best acting in all of. Oh yeah. Arrowverse. Um. And then watch Titans, because Titans very disconnect from everything. <laughs> and it's 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 got characters arc or like character arcs, and it's got a bunch of people that you have no idea about, but you might love, you might like, or you might hate. Like I I loved Red Hood. And then I watch Titans and then I start hating him. <laughs> <laughs> Probably says more about the actor than the actual character, but sure. True. But yeah, I mean, they have Dick Grayson and Jason Todd meeting. Like, when has that never not been fun? Yeah, they're they're they're, they're the best together. 
And the two actors who play, even though I'm, you know, we're constantly pitching, you know, um, Paul Matthews yes. playing Nightwing, <clears throat> the young Australian actor who plays. Do not, do not take away the idea from me, please. No, no, I do, I'm hey. Daisy Edgar Jones and 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 Paul Mescal for Paul Mescal, yeah. Nightwing. Let's make it happen. So before we take off, what we're going to do is our favorite shows and favorite characters, three each. Let's go. What do you want to do? Like like f- from number three, favorite shows, and we'll go around the horn and do three like that. Yeah. Okay. So three, two, one. Three, two, one. Okay. So let's do favorite shows, starting with the third favorite show, Leanne. Uh, right, my third favorite show will be Arrow, and my second favorite show will be Superman and Lois, and my favorite show of all, the Everest is Legends. Of course, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, of course, it's my favorite what show. Um, yeah. that's the I I kind of picked. That's what your order would be actually, and that's we don't even know each other properly yet, so that's beautiful. Addy, what's your three favorite shows? <clears throat> Uh, my third is uh, Titans because I love Nightwing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course. Uh, my, yeah. My second is Supergirl. Okay. And my first is Superman Lois. Of course. I think we're all going to go for that. Um, yeah. I don't have as much previous with these shows as well. And I don't watch Batgirl because I'm Batgirl. I got it wrong anyway. I don't watch Batgirl oh, because yes. apparently I'm racist. But um, no, uh, I. I haven't I haven't watched Supergirl. I haven't watched all of Legends of Tomorrow, so I'm not a great gauge. So of the things yeah. that I've seen <laughs> enough of to have an opinion, Arrow number three, um, and that's mostly because of Stephen Amell's abs. Um, <laughs> Titans number two, uh, that's mostly because of the guy who plays Nightwing's abs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Superman and Lois because... I love that it's unexpected. It's not, it's you know, rare it is to pick up a piece of material and pick up or watch or read or whatever piece of material for a characters that I've been familiar with since as long as I can remember. Like I don't know a time when I didn't know what Superman was because I've been a comic book fan since I could read um, to find new ground in these, with these characters and, and with these themes and with these shows um, it's really special and I, I, I really adore that show. I think it's very well made. Um, uh, it's very well written. Uh, it's got a great aesthetic. And again, uh, what's what's the actor's name again? Taylor? Tyler Hecklin. T- Tyler, Tyler Hecklin. Tyler Hecklin's abs as well. It's all- yes, yeah. I was oh, going to yeah. say, I was going to say you left out the best abs, man. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, oh the abs. <laughs> all of the abs. Yeah. Mostly the abs. Uh, there's a lot of female abs too. And look, we love it all. So now, favorite characters. Now, there's so many to pick from because we've had so many crossovers. I'm really interested to see. And let's let's not be obvious. Everybody loves abs. I mean, Superman. Um, <laughs> but let, let, let's, you know, let's surprise people. Leanne, what are your favorite three characters from three, two, one? Right, so my third favorite character would be Oliver Queen, played with Green Arrow because I mean, uh, when he was adapted from the comics, he he isn't a was comic accurate character. Really, that is, was yeah. being adapted. Mm. Uh, he's more like a Batman that is shooting bows and arrows, and he's wanted 
and he's like a archery Batman. So <laughs> that, in a way, and he borrows a lot from the Batman mythology and yeah, the comics, comic book stuff. But uh, as a character on his own in his own show, he he really does go through a lot of change and evolution, especially throughout eight seasons as he learns how to grapple with his uh, trauma that he went through in Lian, in the Lianyu Island. Mm-hmm. And he also, he did have to learn how to stop killing people, which was a big part. His, he, he was a, like, a bit like a psychopath or sociopath rather. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh so, yeah. yeah. And totally he also, it. like, he had, I think he had a kid. He, he got married, he had a kid. He, to learn how to work with a team and yeah basically his story is one that you that concluded for me at least rather satisfying uh, in that way and throughout eight seasons you just get to see him grow as a person right and my second favorite character would be Zari Thomas you may not have many of you guys may not have heard of her but she's a character that was introduced in Legends uh, I think in the third season, she was introduced in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. She is a hacker. She was a former. So in the because Legends of Tomorrow deals with a is a time to travel TV show. So she's actually from the future, where this military organization takes over North America or. Basically, where they, where, where they, the shows are based in, it's called Argus. Many of you guys may yeah. have heard of it. So they basically take over and they become a military, militaristic type of governing system. And basically, anyone that has that are religious or has a like a faith or religion, they are being hunted down and being jailed so and Zari Thomas is a Muslim so she's she's on the run from these Argus uh, Argus officers and soldiers and so the legends find her and they pick her up and uh and at first she's rather suspicious of them because these people are supposedly from um, 40 years back and yeah. she's in the future and all these things are really new to her. And her character is very uh, hesitant and very uh, controlled at first. But as the seasons go on and as the show went on, she started to open up to them more. And she became like a very, very established character, especially on the show. And her character is one that I think many many people who are either like immigrants or people who have like who are being uh just being singled out for who they are or their identity or even maybe their faith or religion mm-hmm. uh can relate with because she was being also also being singled out for it and being uh persecuted like in that sense yeah. uh unfairly so the character is one that is very, it's very, it's not the most compelling at first, maybe for some, but she, she's one that is, so in a way, 
I'm just talking around in circles now. I'm trying to. No, that's okay. Things. That's fine. You, you're saying it's, that she's, yeah. she kind of grows yeah, on she, you, like because she grows. She, yeah, she's a character. Yeah. yeah, she grows on you, and she she's not the biggest talker, but she's also she also like. Yeah, I'm saying the word likes too many times. Like, <laughs> that's fine, that's, that's fine. what you get when you do podcasts. Yeah, trust me, like we do it as well. Yeah. It's it's totally fine. Do, does she have any superpowers? Yeah, she has. She not really superpower, but she has this wind. This wind totem it's given to her, and uh, she basically she can she wears that totem and that necklace, and she helps channel those powers. And apparently, another thing I forgot to mention while I was talking about characters so much was her superpowers. And she is actually, if I'm not wrong, she is related to the the DC superhero Isis. Like Isis, like the Egyptian goddess. Yeah, um, no, I know you're talking about not not the Islamic. But I think in the show, they, they made the conscious decision because she was Muslim, not to name it Isis because of the negative connotations with it. Yeah. With, yeah, yeah that, and it obviously won't help. So they named her Zari Thomas, and I need to Google it now so just to get my facts straight. Does she have a like a code name? Uh no, unfortunately she has no superhero name, so she's her oh, name man. is just Zari Thomas. Well, progenitor um, is is yeah. you know, the name of a, a terrorist organization. You probably <laughs> don't. You probably just forget about. It. I'm John. I'm Tim. Tim the superhero. Yeah. I don't want to do any special so, names. Yeah, I'm just getting my facts straight because the original character. Isis, the Egyptian goddess, is also in Black Adam, or in a way it's sort of referenced in Black Adam. Oh, really? Yeah, that's all right. So I just need to get some of my facts straight. I'm Googling right now. So. All connected. It's all connected. Very I'm, much so, I'm so. so I'm so intrigued to hear who your number one is then, because this, this is a deep cut. Yeah. Well, while you're while you're googling this information, uh, before you give us your your number one, I'll do mine. No, I'll do mine quickly because um you know I'm 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 not as versed in these. Um, number three is John Diggle. Uh, just because I I love I love a a, a sage like sidekick, um, who's also like keeps keeps the hero on the right path, um, and also becomes a hero to himself as well. Um, I really like Ray Palmer. Mostly yeah. because of the way that Brandon Routh plays him. I think he's got a great levity and, and a certain sweetness and an earnestness that you don't get in some of these shows. This is a great darkness um, to a lot of it. And um, number one is John Constantine because he oh, yeah. fucking he's- rules. <laughs> I love him. Love John Constantine. For all the reasons that I've mentioned, all the times that I've spoken about John Constantine on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, which is at least once or twice an episode, so... Did you come back with some facts? Got some facts, Leanne? Yeah, so her character, Zari, is actually based off the comic book characters, Adriana Thomas. Uh, Adriana Thomas. My computer is glitching a bit now. Oh, that's cool. okay. We can still hear you, all right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's... Right, according to what Wikipedia says, uh, Isis is a super superhero appearing in the comic books by DC, who is a separate Egyptian goddess also living in the DC universe. And 
uh, this character is modeled closely after the main character of The Secrets of Isis, a live action television program starring Joanna Cameron that served in the second half of the Bishazam slash Isis hour. Okay. And the subsequent incarnation of the character is named Adriana Thomas and was introduced to the DC Universe in 2006 as a female counterpart to the character Black Adam, a part of the Shazam family of characters. Right. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if that So that's like in... the bit of a link there. Yeah, I wonder if she'll turn up in a, in, a, in a Black Adam sequel or something. That's very cool. My number one character would be... My first character would be Sarah Lance. Yeah. Yep. From Arrow. Arrow is legend. She's like she's one of the longest running characters, cast members. Katie Knox plays her amazingly, and yeah, she's just one of the character that's been so so intriguing and compelling to watch mm. them grow and drop drop two two shows because she first started an Arrow, yeah. and then she became one of them forefront characters and legends and seeing her grow and become a person apart from her trauma like we saw her in Arrow and becoming a separate person of her own and finding her own way in legends is really one of the best stories and character arts you can follow she's come such follow a long her as she, from, from being you, you know, follow her as she was yeah sorry you follow her as she as she works through all her trauma, as she as she finds somebody, she finds her partner, and she falls in love, and she gets married. And unfortunately, if not for the fact that Legends got cancelled, uh, slight spoilers for those who may not have seen. And if you guys don't mind, no. they we will have seen her kid because of time travel. We have we will have seen her kids, unfortunately. Awesome. That's beautiful. If it, if it wasn't, yeah. And such a such a well-rounded story that almost almost came to a uh, satisfying conclusion, but unfortunately, yeah. I guess the rest is up to who, whoever's interpretation of where her story went to. But yeah. Well, hopefully, James Gunn decides that maybe that show needs to be you know no, revamped in some after a fashion or maybe she should get her own fucking show um addy yeah who are your favorite characters fuck i have to superman, follow that greatness now superman superman now sorry go ahead i have to follow that greatness I yeah that was that i mean like one. you said you weren't a joint you said you weren't a film journalist before and that's a lie that was that they were you know astute and and specific essays on why these are your favorite characters and we appreciate it so that don't fuck awesome. up, Addy. <laughs> yeah. That's my superpower, dude. Not fucking up. No, fucking up is my superpower. <laughs> All right, so go. I tell you. Uh, fuck. Okay. Um, my number three is uh, Hank Hall or Hawk, who's, who's in Titans, played by... Alan Richardson, who plays a Reacher in the Reacher series. Yeah, yeah. He is talking about abs. Yeah, Reacher's awesome yeah. show. Speaking of abs, that guy is 
cut out of marble. I know. Like he was photoshopped. Yeah, he does look like he's photoshopped. Yeah, he's also he plays Raphael in the um the 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 Michael Bay produced Ninja Turtles movies. And, he uh, does, and he was my favorite part of it, and I had no idea that he played it. Yeah, he did the voice, and he he did the mocap as well. And there's a really great episode of um the the actor who played Lex Luthor on on Smallville has a podcast. Um, I can't remember his name. He's also the voice of the Michael podcast. Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum has a podcast. Well done, thank you. Um, and and he uh, he talks to you know friends of his and celebrities and whatever. He's had heaps of people on. Like it's 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 pretty great. And that that actor who plays Hawk was on there talking about the horrible experience he had making the Ninja Turtles movies. Um, you know, getting left on a tarmac. You know, and 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 all this kind of shit by by the production crew. And they were just treated really poorly. Very interesting guy. Doesn't give a shit what Hollywood thinks of him. Is just a worker, and I, I appreciate that about him. So God bless Hawk. Who's number two? Yeah, I just want to say why he's the number. Why he's my number three? Abs. Yes, that's of course that's that's a fucking given. Yes, but yeah, he has a beautiful arc of uh, being an alcoholic and then moving out of like leaving the Titans and then not be like getting better. To a point where he spoilers for Titans, he sacrifices himself for the team. And then there's an episode where they go back, like like there's there are people who are stuck between the between the bridges of the dead and the afterlife. Yeah. And he he saves them, and he's like, I can't I can't pass that because I'm too scared that I'll, that I forget everyone uh, that meant so much to me. Mm. And then at the end of the episode, he do, he does he moves on to the afterlife, and it's it's. I hated, I hated that because they killed him. He's my favorite, second favorite, because Nightwing's in there too. But mm-hmm. he, ki- but they killed him. But that that was one of the best uh, arrows deaths for me. And he then got to go and be on Reacher. So there you go. Yes, which was amazing. Because fuck sure. yeah. Number two. Um, number two would be Alex. Uh, fuck. Uh, she's the she's Alex, the sister oh, of. All right. I, I don't no, know. that's not the name. <laughs> Alex Danvers. Alex Danvers. Oh, great. Yeah. Who's Alex Danvers? Uh, she she's like uh, she's the sister to Kara uh, Zorel, also Kara Danvers. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's totally my bad. Yeah. Why? And my number. Oh, because she's just badass, man. And she's yeah. one of amazing. Yeah, that's good enough. She's reason. amazing. Yeah, and I think there, there's there's the episode of of Barry Allen's wedding where like, um, oh yeah. yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah, I'm talking about it. Sure, go on. By all yeah, she, yeah, she uh, she sleeps with a black uh white canal. Sarah, Sarah Lance, both of them yeah. had like a one night right. kind of thing. Yeah, representation for, for you know the the the, the uh, varying sexual varieties of planet Earth. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking awesome. I love that because <laughs> I never thought those characters would meet, and then that yeah. would happen. People like, fucking you, DC yeah. man. People get busy yeah. in DC. They do. Marvel yeah. is so yeah. sexless. Um, yeah, yeah, like sexy face. <laughs> Yeah, 
It's uh, like the only the only movie that I remember that has sex in it is like the first Iron Man movie. He sleeps with that reporter, oh, and then that's yeah. about it, or what? Maybe Eternals. Eternals, and even yeah, that's right. That was in the sand. That doesn't that doesn't count. That was in the sand. Yeah. Fuck that. Does, sand, does sex yeah. not in the sand not count? Because if that's the case, then uh, I haven't had sex a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I live near the beach. My studio is near the beach. Anyway, number one, sorry. Steel from Superman and Lois, because I thought he was Lex Luthor and then he's had the best arc there. Yeah, so, man. Steel. Well, there you go. That's that's yeah. the Arrowverse, everybody. Thank you so much for, for listening to us, the three of us today, ramble about this nerd stuff. We absolutely love it. Go and check out some Arrowverse. Find a little niche for yourself. Do you like Arrow? Maybe you don't. Maybe if that if Arrow's a little bit too a little bit too scary for you, like it was for Leanne, maybe uh, you're twelve as well. So just don't worry about it. Go and watch The Flash, which is a little bit more colourful. Or if you like Supergirl, like you said, you know, inspiration or Melissa Benoist, go and watch that. Or you know, there's lots of different areas. Or just dig in and 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 enjoy it all. Um, but we're going to close. We've got. Uh, quite a few questions today because we have one extra podcaster with us <laughs> and um, and you've brought some questions. We're going to go one for one. And we're going to go one Leanne, one Addy. But before we do that, we have a new question theme and shout out to JP, Johnny, my main man, who is um, an absolute legend. We were recording the studio the other day, Cable Sand Studios, which is the studio that um, I own with my business partner, Dan. And Johnny is one of our lead producers there and one of our lead musicians. Um, and he's been working on a, some promo stuff for us. And he was leading the charge when we had the Tycho drummers in. And it was amazing. And he's, um, he's such a cool guy to work with. So thank you, Johnny. Thank you so much for this new questions theme song. And here it is. Here we go. We're here for questions for the first time with a third question partner. I'm so excited. Leanne, you've got a bunch of questions from your fans. Yeah. You've got a bunch no, of questions from our fans. We'll, we'll go one for one. So, uh, Leanne, you go first and we'll go We'll go rapid fire because there's about 482 we've got to get through. So, okay. right, This first question was submitted by the one and only film medic or Adi. He asked, who's the... Who's the biggest simp between you and that film, stupid filmatic guy? So, well, <laughs> I guess you are the biggest simp. I think so. I yeah, concur. I mean, he seems a lot of people. I I don't simp many people, but when I do, I I spend them a lot. That, <laughs> that time. Yeah. Well, I think your question right. has been answered there, Eddie. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's you. I think it's you. Definitely you. Oh, it absolutely <laughs> is. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't yeah. go. Yeah, see, mine ones are not that, that interesting anyway. Mine's a serious. Right, what's the question? Like, question one is why do you think the iOS was as successful as it was? Uh, I guess. Should I answer? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, just I guess yeah, it please. Came up, bring I came it down out, to like a sentence. Out. It came out in a time where uh, DC wasn't very doing very well with the films, and the MCU was just beginning. Didn't really have a TV show universe of its own. It was just starting to get going with the movies and stuff like that. So I guess it thrived in that area. Mm. If that answers the question. Yeah, I think it's got it's got broad appeal because there's lots of different 
like I said before, there's lots of different areas of that show. Like if there's something you don't dig about one of them, there's there's something else for you around the corner. So yeah, broad appeal. What do you reckon, Addy? Yeah, one sentence, right? <laughs> yeah. One sentence. Close to. If you want to get through yeah. 19 questions, we're going to have to be right. succinct. Yeah. Um, I think it came around the time uh, where DC fans were eager to see what these characters could do because they weren't adapted yet. And when they when they finally got it, and then they did the crossovers and everything, it gave it gave the DC fans hope that this could this could actually work in film. And then Joss Whedon came in and fucked everything up, and we're back on track now. Joss yeah. Whedon came in and did a lot of things he probably shouldn't have. Fucking yeah. Fucking yeah. yeah. What a dick. All right. What is your second All question, right. Leanne? Uh, who's your favorite actor? I guess we could all go around. Yeah. Sure. You go first. Okay. Then. Uh, I guess my favorite actor, actors, actresses. I can't really lie when I say say this. I'll just say the whole Hawk slash Thurman family. <laughs> That's Ethan Hawk. That's totally Thurman fair. Thurman and my Hawk. Yeah, just great acting genius, looks, charisma, skills, all pastel. It's amazing. The family. Yeah. They're wonderful. Maya Hawke was in a really great film. Um, uh, Mainstream and Do Revenge? Garfield. No. Um, a film with Andrew oh, Garfield. Mainstream. Oh. Mainstream, which Not was mainstream. outstanding. Like, I really love that film. Um, sorry, Addy, who is your favourite actor? Henry uh, 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 Cover. <laughs> abs again. It's the... Yeah. Ab- hey, welcome back to the... Abs Addict Podcast. <laughs> yeah, you guys should honestly do one dedicated to, dedicated to abs. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. We've yeah. talked about it so much. Well, um, we have the X-Men thing coming up, so maybe then. There'll be plenty of abs in that. Hugh Jackman, please. Um, yeah. My, I thought it was favourite actor from the Arrowverse, but my favourite yeah. favorite actual actor... Um, oh, man, that's, that's, that's super tough. I swear to God, if it's not Kevin Bacon, I'm leaving. <laughs> I do love Kevin Bacon. But, um, yeah. No, I really like... Um, I really like Tom Hardy. I think, you know, not pre-Venom pre Tom Hardy. Like yeah. When, yeah, like uh, when he was still almost yeah. a character actor. Um, really, really great. Or, you know, if you're going to go for a classic, Al Pacino. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Right. Okay, Addy, what is second the, the question number two? So we've done three questions of nineteen. <laughs> Shit, this is a big one. Uh do you think another streaming service would pick up Stargirl? Would you recommend seeing the show? I haven't watched yeah. it, so I don't know. I hope definitely hope uh, another streaming service will pick it up. Uh unfortunately, I guess none of them are kind of big enough to get picked up by another streaming service but yeah and what, what was the second the second part of the question oh, uh, would, do you recommend see- yeah definitely watch it it's one of the hidden gems of the universe so definitely check it out yeah. there you go you hear that jeff johns someone's pimping your shit yep. right, so, yeah. i was gonna go on go on something about jeff johns but i'm not gonna say it fair enough have you seen saga uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, then you so, can't recommend yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not answering. Shut up. And uh, yeah. what's your next, next question, Leanne? Question. Uh, it's a very nonsense question if you could say it sent in by one of my friends. It asks, tits or ass? 
<laughs> yeah, apologies on behalf of some of my very hormonal followers and very. I have, a, I have, I have the best answer to that question. Whoever some of you guys, whoever some of you guys really, need, yeah, some of these people really need need need, need some. Unfortunately, it's November, so <laughs> it's not the best. But do your best. Oh, fantastic! All right, that person wins the yeah, podcast. Whoever that was who asked that question, God bless him. Um, oh, yeah, I guess I could say, because he's my friend, he wouldn't really mind cinema motto. If you're listening to this, you are okay. He, they, <laughs> yeah. he, they, she, whoever they are, whatever it is, yes. you, you better be listening to this because you're a legend and you should mm-hmm. have your own show. That's question asked. And to answer your question, ask, probably. Yeah. Both. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Addy, what was your yeah. answer to that question? Dicks. Let's move on. Dicks. <laughs> yeah. That works too. That Dicks works. and abs. Oh, amazing. Yeah. All right. What's the next question? Like bearing in mind that's a high bar we've set there, comedy wise. Um, what's the next question? How do you feel now that the Arrow Wars is over? It's not fucking over. Let's not jinx it. Yeah, that's my answer. Um, well, I guess because it actually kind of is over because Superman and Lois is they revealed that it's not in the Arrowverse that it was the whole time it was living in a separate Earth. So yeah, bummer about that news. But yeah. I guess now that most of the main shows are cancelled or finally over, it's it's sad. But I guess they had a good run for ten years. So. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be sad, but I guess it's the competition. Competition became steeper as Marvel and DC upped their game. As Marvel went to TV, like Marvel went Mm, to to streaming, it it changed the game, and they 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 can afford to put the kind of money into their shows that DC can't for TV, um, because they Mm -hmm. get those big fucking giant mouse bucks. Um, what's the next question? Uh, right. So I guess this question. You and I, Adi and I could both answer it. What was the film or the moment that inspired you to start our film page or your film page? You want to go first? Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, you can go first. Oh, God. This is a bad one because I've never actually answered this question truthfully. So you're a professional liar then. Okay. No, um... I watched this documentary in 2020 called My Brother Jordan, which is about, it's made by, it's made by a person who lost his brother Jordan to cancer. And it's a, it's a documentary that took about, it took a lot of time to make. And you can see, you can see the, like the heartbreak and everything, in every scene. And I asked him, would it be, and I was like, I was kind of complete, like contemplating to make a page or not, but I asked him if it would be okay if I review it. And he said, of course. I reviewed it on first post on my page. That's great. That's awesome. I'm going to go back and look at that. I guess for me, no particular film or moment for me was kind of like a spur of the moment decision that came out of boredom, I guess. And I also had an idea that I wanted to write like film or TV articles or website websites like screen rent but instagram and a uh, instagram account popped into the mix and i guess 
I just decided to create an account one day and I guess this is what came out of it. That's awesome. It's, Instagram's a good place to do it because the community there is, you know, yeah, pretty, it's very supportive. You get a lot of, you get a lot of interest. Yeah. What's the next question? Next question. Uh, how do you choose which film to watch by the director, the star, etc. Uh, bracket film clock, sent in by film clock. Bracket, Ex- two exclamation marks. Answer got them. <laughs> Answer got them. Well, thank right, you very so... much for that very literary. Uh, oh, sorry, very literal readout. What? How do you do it, Liam? When you want to watch something? I guess it depends if the plot. The plot first and foremost interests me, and sometimes the the cast. Yeah, definitely the cast is the reason why I watch many films. And yeah, if I and basically I just go by the feeling. If it looks interesting, sounds good, good reviews. I'm probably gonna watch it. Yeah. So story yeah. story first, and then all yeah. that other stuff. Yeah. What about you, Addy? No, you go first. I'm oh, still okay. still searching for another question. Okay, um, I, there is absolutely no system by which I watch things. Um, it is completely random. I have a list of stuff that I would like to get to, or I might see a trailer for something and be like, "Okay, I want to see that." Or yes, absolutely, director and actors. Um, or if it's a story that does sound really good, um, but also sometimes I just take a punt on things as well, or I sit down at the couch and go, "Okay, well, let's see what what comes into my sphere." first um you know is it something a rewatch that i you know nice and warm and fuzzy rewatch or is it something i want to watch that's new uh like the other night watching superman i like henry cavill he's in this movie i've never seen it sounded like a shit eat but i'm gonna watch it anyway because i feel like some henry cavill and i watched a really really great film so yeah there's no real system at, at all i just watch as many as i can because i love movies um addy yeah, mine's a, mine's a bit random also, but I mostly, when I do look into stuff, I, I mostly go by the director. Okay, all right. Yeah, like shows, yeah, like the cast and like what the subject matter is for the show, but for movies, I, I mostly go with like who's directing and what. Yeah, right on. Yeah. And what What's the last question then? The last question is, would you all like to see Robert Pattinson? With the CW Superman together, mm. it is unlikely, yes, but oh. hypothetically, I don't know. I mean, yeah, if it was a hypothetical, as in the the guy, what's his name, Tyler Hotchner, Tyler Hickox, Tyler Hecklin, I don't know. It's yeah. spelled weird. Um, yeah, I I don't know if that fits. That that world doesn't fit in that world. If you're going to bring Superman yeah. into the Batman universe, the Matt Reeves, the Batman universe. Um, I don't know what that looks like because he doesn't he doesn't belong there yet. Yeah. There's no. As soon as you yeah. start in- introducing science fiction elements into that story, it changes completely. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not too sure about that. What do you guys think? And yeah. how the fuck is yeah? Go <laughs> no, I was gonna say how the fuck does Mister Freeze make sense then? Oh yeah, we, you were saying <laughs> yeah. Mister Freeze. What yeah, villain sure. would we like to see? Oh wow. You could do no, yeah. Mister Freeze's science yeah. isn't science fiction. That's science mean, fact. You could build a suit that's yeah. you know, got a, got like a refrigeration system. He did fall into like like Harley Quinn. He did fall into ice or something like that. Or something he is ice person. Like and Harley Quinn dropped into a vat of bleach. Okay. Right. Yeah. And came out fine. <laughs> Question mark. <Wait>. No. 
nonsense. yeah, I think pretty much the similar thoughts as you. It's two very different worlds, and I just can't really see Robert Pattinson's Batman in Superman in the Superman and Lois universe, and can't really see Superman, Father Hackman Superman in the Batman Reeves Batman universe. It's mm-hmm. just very different than. I mean, if it works, it works out fine. But if there was a Superman, I'd rather see with, um, with uh, Pattinson's Batman, it would be Henry Cavill's because it's more, yep. more connected yep. that way. And have him go, hey, you're shorter and not as old anymore. Um, yep. What happened? You don't, uh, look, you don't look like the director cool. of Argo. Um, yep. But yeah. Either that or you just have Robert Pattinson play dual roles and he's Superman and Batman because fuck it, that guy can do anything. Addy, what do you reckon? Yeah, same. Uh, it doesn't make sense for Superman to be in that universe. What does make sense for for that universe to have is a Richard Grayson. So please give us that. Yes, let's bring in a Robin. Yeah. yeah. A Robin. Like, fuck, like, fuck the name also. Like, just, just give us that kid that he saved, like... On in the funeral, oh, just give us that oh, kid. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. You're saying that should be Dick Grayson. Yeah, uh, his name is not Dick Grayson, but sure. Yeah, what well, okay. he can retcon it. That's fine. Well, all them Batman's, all them arrows. It's been a lovely episode, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, make sure you you come back again for some more fun stuff next week. And when you do hear your podcast, whether it's Spotify or YouTube or Apple Music, please do rate and review. It really does help the profile of the show, bring more crazy people into our crazy fold. Likely, Anne, our good friend and now co-host. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank uh, you, you so know. much for having me on. Such a pleasure. Thanks please for indulging back me. Definitely. Thanks for indulging me my first time coming onto a podcast and talking nonsense. So, oh no, uh, that's that's literally yeah. the, the that was the alternate name for the podcast, yeah. talking nonsense. Um, yeah. But no, thank you for giving us a great topic. Um, we hadn't got to the Arrowverse yet, um, and and yeah, it was just great to to have you on board. And do, is there anything that you want to sort of pimp out to people? Like anything that you're doing specific on the on the um, amateur film and TV critic uh, page? Uh, I, nothing specific. For now, I am still like just putting out normal, like regular posts and things like that. And I guess we just see where things go. And but I do expect for me to take a hiatus in like a few weeks. Just be going on a few on a few weeks hiatus because I will be starting school again. Sure. And I kind of need that time to prepare stuff. But I guess I'll be back before the year ends with a bang. So. There you go, everyone. Make sure you go and uh, follow Leanne. Um, as I said, it's Amateur Film and TV Critic on Instagram. We'll put the the handle in the actual link for this episode. Um, Addy, you, my friend, are a fucking no, I fucking love you. I fucking love you, I, mate. No, I fucking love you. Look, mate, I love you. We sound like two drunk guys at a bar. I love <laughs> you, mate. Oh, no, I love you, mate. And he's talking to a ficus, um, which is a type of plant. Uh, what are you doing at the moment? Anything going on? At the, at the filmatics? Uh, no, n- not really. I do have a, I do have a Superman post I'm planning to post, Wonderful. but that's let, let's see when the fuck that happens. Yeah, and yeah. anyway, it's just a shot of Henry Cavill's abs. So, yes, thank you so much everybody. Or an ass, that's fine. <laughs> or ass, or tits, or dick. Yeah. Just one more thing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, sure. 
both of you have one of the best romances out there. <laughs> what? We have a wonderful romance. Romance. Yeah. Let's just look at it. So, so sweet. We're adorable. <laughs> Two yeah, pals adorable. coming together, finding love over stupid nerd shit. Yeah. It's wonderful. And come and join us again next time. As we always say, Addy. Stay amazing and stay safe. Oh, yeah.